the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. Now, you may be wondering, what's this meeting all about? What's the format of Christian with Secret Addictions? Well, yours truly and future guests are here every Sunday to share with you how we are now living without any dark secrets and we're free from the bondage of addiction. Now, let's talk about addiction. We just might hit a nerve concerning your lifestyle. What is addiction? There's controversy around this subject matter. Some call it sin. Some call it addiction. Let me share what I've learned and experienced about addiction. The first addiction known to mankind is sin. Just three chapters into God's written word, the Bible, we learn how a bad choice and a tree marred God's good creation. In Genesis chapter 2, God told Adam he could eat fruit from any of the trees in the garden except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And if he ate of that fruit, he would surely die. And then in Genesis chapter 3, Satan lied to Adam and Eve. He told him, if you eat of this fruit, you're not going to die. In fact, you're going to be like God. And we learn that through Satan's temptations and lies, Adam and Eve ate from that one tree that God commanded that they leave alone. And the story had barely begun, and paradise was cursed. Partaking of this forbidden fruit birthed a sinful, disobedient nature in all of mankind. In our sinful nature, folks, that's Satan's playground. That's his home field advantage. With his temptations and lies, he wants to separate you and me from God. He wants to gain complete control of our mind, body, and soul. The dictionary defines addiction as to give oneself habitually or compulsively. In Latin, it's called addictus, to give or ward to another as a slave. Many of our struggles with addiction could be the result of direct attacks by spiritual enemies, by Satan and his demons. In Ephesians chapter 6, Paul warns us, we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world. And in a short period of time, we become slave to Satan's every demand. You see, addiction starts in our mind, and Satan uses weapons of mind control that have been diagnosed as a physical, mental, and spiritual disease. Physically, it's called compulsion. That's the continuous use of alcohol, chemicals, or destructive sinful behaviors with the inability to stop once we start. Mentally, it's called obsession, the overpowering urge to continue doing that which is destroying our lives. The cravings in our mind could be deafening. And then spiritually, we develop a hole in our soul. We become barren, disconnected from God. It's all about being self-centered, self-absorbed, me, me, and me. And then Satan caps all this off with denial. 
When we ingest our forbidden fruits, we short-circuit our brain and distort our thinking process. We do that to the point where we refuse to admit that we have a problem. And our debilitating behaviors are kept hidden, and we become Christians with secret addictions. And it's in these dark, hidden secrets that keep us sick and enslaved to Satan's every sinful, evil demand. Addiction's a broad highway, and it has many dead-end lanes. Alcohol, drugs, gambling, food, pornography, money, the Internet, and so on and so on and so on. And they all culminate into a disease of mental illness. And if left unresolved, cause sin, deterioration, and death. Folks, there's no doubt in my mind that addiction is, in fact, a sin, a disease, and demonic. Now that you're still with us, let me ask you some thought-provoking questions. Are you or someone you know living with a so-called bad habit? And have you tried to stop this habit numerous times, but to no avail? Have you tried hiding this dilemma from your family, friends, or work associates, but you know it's affecting them? Is your family life totally askew? Do you find yourself denying that you even have a problem, but you can still feel that sting of guilt and shame? Is there sin in your life birthed from this problem that's rerouting your whole lifestyle? Do you ever feel that you're a Christian that's gone bad, that God has abandoned you, that you lost your salvation? Or are you that one person that refuses to ask Christ to be your Savior because you don't believe you deserve it? Have you ever felt helpless, hopeless, lost in despair? Are you too ashamed to even seek help? Folks, could it be that this bad habit, this problem, is truly the disease of addiction. And I have to tell you, if these questions were on a test, I passed with flying colors. My test grade was an A for addict. And my test results diagnosed that I suffered from this demonic disease of addiction. I was Satan's slave for 34 years. But today, I speak to you with nearly 28 years of recovery and healing. So, if you've answered yes to just a few of these questions, you might ask yourself, am I an addict? And that's heavy-duty stuff, and it sounds like doom and gloom. But here's the good news. You see, there's no coincidence you're joining us today because God hasn't abandoned you. God loves you. God knows your secrets, and he wants to rescue you. In Jeremiah, God asks, who can hide in secret places so that I cannot see them. My friends, we're never outside the gaze of God. Everything we do is visible to him. We're never outside the watchful care of our loving Heavenly Father. Anyone caught up in the bondage of addiction is a lost soul whom God loves and wants to rescue, as he has for me and millions of others. Today, today, may be your divine appointment to join us. Look, God's in the business of healing, sometimes instantly, sometimes gradually. We all pray for instant healing. But God has a huge playbook. And in Isaiah chapter 5, God tells us, my thoughts and ways are higher than yours. God chose to take me, others, and perhaps you, 
on an extensive, soul-searching, participating, spiritual journey of restoration that transforms us into being the person that he created us to be. You see, God has a roadmap. He directs us off these dead-end lanes of addiction and onto this spiritual journey that leads to recovery and healing. And the map is called the Bible. The road to recovery consists of 12 steps, 12 spiritual principles displayed prominently in God's Word. And our GPS on this journey is the Holy Spirit by accepting Christ as our Savior. Now, you may or may not be familiar with these 12 steps to recovery, but they're stepping stones to take us closer to God, to this new way of life, and distance us from our brokenness. In 2 Timothy 3.16, Paul teaches that all Scripture is inspired by God. It teaches us what is true. It makes us realize what's wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Now, knowing that the Bible is the inspired Word of God, know, too, that these 12 steps are inspired as well. Look, Scripture is not just a book that offers good advice. It promises God's powerful help to all who turn to him. When we take time to understand God's word and apply these principles to our lives, we recover. Now, these steps, they're not an end in itself. We encourage you, repent of your sins. Ask Christ to be your Savior. Find a Bible-teaching church. They're all around you. Seek out 12-step recovery meetings and receive the support, encouragement, and mentoring that you need. Recovery literature strongly suggests that the ultimate weapon for addiction is the recovering addict. Look, we know what it's like to be broken by an addictive, fractured lifestyle, and we know what it's like to be mended by God's healing through the saving power of Jesus Christ and applying his biblical teachings to our lives. We've been there. We've done that. We all have a master. It's either sin or God. And making sin our master, it might seem harmless at first. It might be fun, but it always leads to pain, destruction, and slavery. But when we turn our lives over to God, when we work on our recovery, when we apply his biblical principles to our soul, when we attend recovery meetings with like-minded people, we are affirming God's our master. With nearly 28 years of recovery, I'm still a slave, but I'm a slave of God's. Romans chapter 6 teaches, you are free from the power of sin and become slaves of God. Look, at the start of this journey, God's way seems hard. But in time, we discover that God's master plan for you and me is the only way to a joyful and meaningful life. So I've said all that to say this. If you had a problem, but now the problem has you. If joining us today has you realizing that you just might be cursed by this sinful demonic disease called addiction, we have the solution for your curse, for your illness, and it involves another tree. It's the cross Jesus endured on our behalf. His death and resurrection purchased our sins, our addictions, our curse, and our future with him. Those of us that follow Christ are indwelled by the Holy Spirit, guiding us 
through his spiritual life-changing principles. In Galatians 5, 16, Paul urges you and me, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Listen, recovery from an addictive lifestyle is a lifelong journey. It's spiritual warfare and cannot be won by human strength. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit and a support group to keep this curse in remission. Two more questions for you. Why not ask Christ to be your Savior and let the Holy Spirit crush Satan in this spiritual warfare? And why not travel with us each Sunday on this wonderful journey of recovery and healing? That's why we're here. We're here for you. Next week, we'll be introducing the first step of recovery. We admitted we were powerless over our addictions and our lives had become unmanageable. And I want you to reference 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. Amen.